Hello, everybody. How you doing? Hope all is well. Hope everybody's feeling good. Today's episode, we're going to take a slightly different approach. I'm going to be sharing some of the questions and philosophy that accompanies each that are featured in our philosophical meditation sections for those of you in my class. And for those of you not in my class, there's a book I wrote called 100 Conversations You Need to Have. It's available on Amazon, which also has all these questions and all these responses, right? So if you're interested in that, go take a look at it. But I do think sharing some of this stuff on the podcast could be really useful uh, for those of us who are not in the class. And I think even for those of us who are in the class, I will be providing probably some elaboration on the questions and quotes, which of course I would be doing in class, if not for the fact that we can't be there. So on that note, I want to keep these short probably. Um, I'm not going to provide too many questions in each episode because I do think or I hope that each will kind of warrant some serious consideration, a few minutes spent meditating, thinking, and or writing on each. So we're going to try to keep these to maybe three to five questions and quotes max. So we're going to be starting with on relationships and love because that's what we're doing now with our other episodes, right? So the first question in this chapter, how do you impact others? So of course, with this, right, it's more about our intentions. We don't really know for sure how we impact others. We can ask, right? And we can interpret what they're saying. But ultimately, we can't control how what we say is interpreted. But I do think it's interesting to consider how we think we're impacting others such that we can work to do that better, right? We have to be honest with ourselves here, right? If we're offering other people joy, we have to consider that. And if it seems like we're offering other people anxiety or stress as a result of the way we speak to them or the way we behave around them, we have to be accountable for that right? That being, again, what we're saying, what we're doing, and we have to be accountable for our ability to examine our thoughts and our actions. And I think it also makes sense to examine how people respond to us, of course, right? So the quote we have to guide us here is from Marcus Aurelius. And he says, have I done an act that benefits the community? It's a question. Then I have received my reward. Love this quote, right? You should feel rewarded from helping others. I think Marcus Aurelius, as a Roman emperor, we've talked about him a lot, was obsessed with the idea of serving the empire. The Stoics, too, are obsessed with the idea of us being useful to others, serving society, serving the people around us. And in that, our life can be filled with joy. Right? To fulfill a duty for the Stoics is a major source of enjoyment, of happiness, right, and of meaning for us in life. So this question, I think, take it in. Really think about your interactions and think about this idea of are you benefiting the community with what you do? And community, we interpret that literally for me, everybody you interact with, you're in that community. Your your work, your school, your family, your friends, your significant other, all these are forms of community, right? So examine those things. Sit with that question for a few minutes if you can, right? Number two, who do you trust and why? I think also, too, we can think about this. Are you trustworthy? To give examples of some support for that and maybe some examples where you weren't as trustworthy as you could have been. Right? Again, all these questions are about honestly addressing ourselves and we do it in our minds and we do it written down because there's a sense of solitude there where we could be really honest with ourselves. And as always, I suggest writing so you can actually see your thoughts. Right? We have a whole other few episodes on that about the advantages there. But this question too is very interesting. right? And we can even for a moment think about in a very broad sense, right? How do we feel about the trustworthiness of people in general? Right, I think Seneca gives us some guidance here. He says, it is faulty to trust everyone and to trust no one. So what he's, I think, saying here ultimately is like, there are people you can trust. So all of humanity, 
is not untrustworthy, right? So I think one of the things about trust, it's tricky with relationships too, and this is all types of relationships, right? Family, friendships, romantic relationships, whatever. Um, when one person is not truthful with you, when one person lies, it sometimes becomes easy to think everybody is a liar, right? Also with ourselves, when you tell a lie, I think this is kind of a point from Kant a little bit, Immanuel Kant. Once you open the door to lying, it kind of gets easy to keep lying. So be very careful with what you lie about, right? And I think that that carefulness, again, has to be balanced out in the in regards to other relationships, right? If one friend lies to you, it doesn't mean everybody in your friend group is a liar. If one person in general lies to you, it doesn't mean all people are liars, right? If one person in a specific context lies to you, it doesn't mean all other people in that specific context will also lie. So with this question, we're really, I think, digging it kind of, you know, digging deep into this idea of our history with trust, our present with trust and how we view the future, right? Um, so who do you trust and why can begin with the simple, okay, I trust this friend because. Then again, we kind of mix in other ideas. Well, I don't trust this person because, right? And again, see how we operate with this idea of trust in the both in both specific context and in the general. And let's make sure we're not committing a fallacy here, right? Which is to say for Seneca, I trust nobody. Bad idea. I trust everybody. Also a bad idea. Right. So think about that again. See maybe how we're interpreting it in a specific and in a general way. Let's go to the next question here. This is a big one. How do you work with others? It's a very so for me for me. It's like, are you competitive? Are you cooperative? What are your intentions when you work with others? Right. And we get some great encouragement here, I think, to get us thinking about, you know, a more benevolent or a more just generally good motivation for working with people right as he says quote from marcus aurelius for we are all created to work together as the member of one body that's big for the stoics right the stoics were big on this idea of kind of a cosmopolitan sense of universal citizenship right so we look at the world and we're, we're woven into the world there's a sense of profound community and togetherness that the Stoics want us to think about and embody, right? So if we're all created to work together, make sure you're not mistreating people, right? Is sort of what this is ultimately, I think, trying to convey here. We're all meant for this. This is a part of our natural, inherent way of being for the Stoics, right? And if we're all a member of one body, you wouldn't harm, you know, someone in your community. Okay, would it make sense? It's you. Right? Another great quote from Marcus Aurelius that comes up um, in these uh, meditations that I'll gonna I'll just kind of add now for a moment. I think speaks to this really nicely. I want to get it exactly right. So give me one second here. It kind of gets us again thinking about this more maybe cooperative approach to things that's aimed at the healthiness, not only of our own aspirations, but as a part of a general collective, right? He says that which advantages, not the hive advantages, not the bee. You are not an Island is a great way of understanding this as well. Right? So when we talk about relationships, this I think sort of gets us thinking about, are we being selfish in relationships? This will come up again, definitely in other episodes, right? 
Um, but Marcus is encouraging us to not be selfish. He's encouraging us to see ourselves as woven into a part of a community where we, sh- we, we should and have to prioritize the healthiness of that community. So when you think about how you work with others, keep that in mind. Right? Maybe a more stoic approach might be useful. So you know what? I'm going to stop there because I think this was a good first three questions. As always, take the questions, see how you feel about the philosophy, and see if it's helpful. Thank you for listening. Hope this was useful. Take care.